I love bringing people together who maybe wouldn't know each other otherwise, besides being, you know, in our little Zoom box here. I've got some friends. I've got some colleagues, some co-conspirators uh, for our very first stories and things. We have Coach Jim Jones, who is a health activist in Ward 7. Coach, good morning. How's it going? Good, good, good. Lovely. Just happy to be here today. We got Roswell Encina, the Chief Communications Officer at the Library of Congress. Hey, Roswell, how are you? Hi, Tommy. Good to see everyone. Good to Glad see some faces, here. right? Right. People are great. Seeing them is even better. And Anna Spiegel is the uh, food editor at Washingtonian Magazine. Welcome, Anna. How's it going? Very good. Thanks for having me. So the idea is to bring people together and to talk about interesting topics and to see where the conversation goes. Coach Jim Jones, you're up. What's your story and thing? Oh, man. What's my story? So this is the first one of many. Uh, let's go with I have an event on 14th and U Street. I uh, rock the block. So, you know, rock the block, the activation where we just go into the neighborhoods and we take a musical truck in there and we go right into the neighborhoods and we just give the community a free workout and free food. So on this one, I am shutting down 14th and U Street and we're doing a go-go edition of Rock the Bark for the city. So should be good. So it's uh, this weekend. Who you even talk to about shutting down 14th and U? How do you make that happen? I know you got your DC Fit shirt on. Yeah. It's like a big undertaking. Yes, 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 for sure. No, um, we just let the watch commander know, let the police know what we're doing. You know, they're not, uh, you know, it's, a, it's something positive for the city, right? At a time like right now, I think we need as many activations that could put a smile on people's faces right now in the city. So they're kind of with this, you know, they're kind of, um, they're, you know, they, they, they're in full support, you know, of us playing the music and doing the workouts and technically, you know, blocking the street. As a trainer and someone who keeps people fit, tell me about programming a workout to go-go. Is it the right beats a minute? Is it the perfect workout music? How, you know, how does it rank? Oh man, you know, you know, Tommy, for me, I tell you working out is just, just get out there and do something, right? So I'm not going to, I'm not going to make it a rigid programming because it, it's a community event. So if you can just get out there and dance and do something, we should be able to just burn some calories. Just get out there. If I can, if I can get you out there dancing, do a couple of squats, a couple of jumping jacks, that's more than likely more than what you did the day before. So we're just trying to get people to get out there and just, just try to, just try to increase in their goal every single day. So what should you wear to an outdoor dance yeah. workout? Oh, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever you want. You know, I think like athleisure is like the new, I guess, uniform now for everyone in D.C., right? I think it's just, right, everyone wants to wear workout wear to go have drinks and food, right? So, um, yeah, just wear, just wear your workout wear, something comfortable, you know, just come on down and, um, yeah, just come on down and move around for us. I think it's great. We've all been kind of bored into our own workouts for the past, I guess, what, almost six months. Yeah. I think it would just be great to see people, interact with people, and just do something different and kind of, you know, broaden our workout regimen. I'm actually glad you said that, Roswell. That's exactly why we did that because over time, the six months, we've all just been doing the same thing. We don't get to see people. So I have an outdoor space now where we distanced, you know, everyone will have a mask on so it'll be safe. You can just come out there and like you said, just see something different. There's a free food component. What were you serving? Uh, so we have a company called Meals of Dopeness. She has she's a healthy meal prep service and she'll bring out healthy meals, right? Healthy meals. And I have, um, and our messaging on this one, it's, it's a big fun party, but the messaging is providing the community with the education. So I have a lot of sugar-free and low sugar sports drinks. So people, oh. we're trying, we, the goal is to get you off of the juices and the sugary drinks and try to educate you on other drink options. There are so many. It's oh. called Meals of Dopeness? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's meals awesome. Of, yeah, Meals of Dopeness. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So. And you were talking about go-go. I feel like, Roswell, you probably have a ton of go-go um, artifacts and stories well, and history in the Library of Congress where you've just digitized millions of pieces. 
you know, we do have like, as you mentioned, a lot of items here at the library that we could connect with. And coach was talking about the spirit of DC and um, the library has a lot of that, whether it, you know, it's historical items or items that could connect to the average Washingtonian. So I'm hoping one day we could partner together and maybe we could bring it out here, you know, on the steps of, uh, you know, of the, of the Library of Congress. Actually, you know, that's actually a pretty good idea, brother. Let's actually uh, connect. We can, we can make that can actually happen. So we'll talk about that. This I is what it. this thing is about. Yes, I love it. Uh, so Roswell, I, I know uh, LLC.gov is where you can find all of the millions of uh, digital items, but you've got a very interesting take on this year's 20th anniversary of the book festival, right? Is that Absolutely. your story and thing? That's it. You know, you're, usually during this time of the year, we are gearing up for the National Book Festival at the Washington um, Convention Center, you know, where we attract about 200,000 people in one day. And that usually happens on Labor Day weekend. But because of everything that's happening, we made the crazy decision to make the, um, the book festival all virtual this year. So we had to postpone it a couple of weeks. It will be the last weekend of September this year. So instead of um, 200,000 people, we're hoping to attract you know, millions of people from around the country to, to be a part of the, of the book festival that's usually been part of uh, you know, the Washington tradition here in the city. But you know, we're very optimistic. It's a Herculean task of trying to get more than 100 authors to do something virtually. And I think everybody's been pretty game. Uh, and you know, what, our biggest worry, of course, everybody's been kind of zoomed out for the past six months. So we're gonna try to make this more exciting, bring up flavor of Washington, bring up flavor of what they uh, love the most about the book festival. Then it's gonna culminate with a big PBS special um, Sunday night on September 27, a two hour book special, believe it or not, with Hoda Kotb hosting it. Um, so there, there's also gonna be a very special appearance by First Lady Laura Bush, who started the book festival 20 years ago here in Washington. So it's kind of crazy that it just started usually right here um, outside the Capitol, that it grew to the mall. Now um, it's grown so much, we had to bring it indoors to the convention center. So we're hoping next year we could um, kind of merge the virtual and the physical space back together. And, um, and you know, after 20 years, it's time that we try to take it a step further and get everybody else involved. Well, you know, Tommy, I, we have to ask you, what are you reading? So I, um, I'm reading the sequel to a book that I got for uh, a wedding gift. My husband and I got married in 2017. And one of our very favorite <laughs> wedding guests gave us the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. <laughs> I have that on my shelf here somewhere. So it's <laughs> so good. But then the, the sequel was Everything is F'd, A Story of Hope. And I was like, that sounds about right. I'm going to read that. So I'm halfway through it. Um, obviously, I'm more of like a talker and a listener than a reader. Uh, but I'm about halfway through it. And so the second half of the book, no spoilers, but it's basically how hope is actually one of the catalysts of everything being F'd. And so therefore, how do you get through that? <laughs> Um, and how do you use hope to get through the afterness of everything? It sounds perfect for 2020. <laughs> totally, totally. And maybe, you know, you'll be socially distant by yourself on a patio, enjoying a Michelin restaurant. Anna Spiegel, what is your story and thing? Yeah, so you, know, you mentioned Michelin. I think that's something that everyone's talking about um, in the industry right now. I mean, everyone's talking about a lot of things, but you know, the Michelin Inspector announced last week um, they're still out and about in D.C., same is true in New York. Um, and it kind of comes as a surprise given, you know, I think the industry, so everything's disrupted right now. Um, a lot of the restaurants that are, uh, you know, Michelin-starred restaurants, places like Pineapple and Pearls and um, Kinship Messier are not doing, you know, they're not open or for takeout. But, you know, it's an interesting question of kind of begs the question, is it 
you know, is it a good time to be reviewing restaurants? Is it helpful for the public to have reviewers out and about um, kind of doing what they usually would do? Um, or do people want a different kind of um, feedback about what restaurants are doing? Do you think people are being more forgiving towards restaurants right now? Because they know they're struggling. Uh, you know, we're, I, 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 for one, I'm encouraging friends, you know, tip as much as you can uh, what, you know, what you can do because, you know, aside from the, you know, the, 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 the folks serving you, the people behind the scenes probably need our support too. Coach, what do you think? I'm with Roz all the way. I, mean, I try to. Um, I went to a great rest restaurant in a uh, called R and F on Tuesday. Great, it's brand new. I think up on Connecticut Avenue, okay. five hundred block. Really amazing restaurant. But um, yeah, I'm with you, Roz. You, you, I just try to just tip very generously, much as I can. Right. I just understand that you know this COVID thing is this this thing brought everything to everyone's doorstep. Right. So you're like one degree away from someone who's actually felt this. Right. So I know like with the restaurants, like. The staff needs that, right? I mean, because I know if I was out of work for a certain amount of time, like this, this, this impacted everyone. So you're right. The tipping, my main thing. Yeah, I think being as kind as possible and as understanding as possible. And you know, if the food isn't absolutely perfect, then you know maybe yeah, we'll slack. Well, thanks everyone for being part of this today. We fought internet, we fought different, you know, <laughs> parts of the Zoom world. Uh, Roswell and Cena from the Library of Congress, Anna Spiegel from Washingtonian, and Coach Jim Jones, um, a health advocate, and going to rock the block uh, this weekend. You said it was Saturday or Sunday at 14th Sunday, and U. Sunday at 10 a.m. at 14th and U. We're going to go ahead and rock it out. We're going to do a little Zumba, then it'll work. Then it'll work out. Sounds great, everyone. Thank you for your time, and thanks for being part of our first stories and things.